No, we we bought a tower aircon unit. Um, it's like a little thing. It's got some wheels on. You wheel it about the house, and whichever room you're in, you just you just aircon it up. And it's the best investment we've made ever. It's so it's so awesome because it's like, yeah, you use power, but it. I can sit in this room and I can't have it on when I'm streaming because it's loud as fuck. But I can like turn it on in the mornings, and then by the time stream rolls around, it's like nice and chill in here. <laughs> I don't have to worry about it. It's great. I feel like I've slowly started coming to a point in my life where. For the longest time, I would put like the price of things over comfort. Yeah, and yeah, that's that's slowly being turned on its head for me. I think where yes. it's like, oh no, I'll pay, you know, a lot more just to be comfortable for like a trip or something in your house or I don't know, like an event or food or it's, whatever. It's it's like transitioning into from when you sort of like have money and then don't worry about money at some point yes, you know yeah. and you start valuing comfort more yeah because i've been in both parts where i'm like umming and ahhing about a tesco meal deal <laughs> and then i've also been <laughs> yeah. like yeah, i'm just gonna run my aircon for a couple of hours <laughs> yeah. it out in this room <laughs> are we still are we still um costing everything up in the price of meal deals that was a thing at one point i think we were going like how much is this cost in meal it's deals just my go-to <laughs> reference i don't even really get them anymore um but yeah, it's it's, it's, it's my go-to. It's it's a, it's a hard uh, economy to keep track of these days because it keeps getting more expensive. Well, that's the real yeah. That's the real thing is the the price of meal deals is out of control. You can't you just can't co-op. Forget about it. Ridiculous <laughs> prices in there now. I'll like I'll work in the office for two weeks, and then work from home for two weeks. And then come back and just meal deal price just increased again. Or just every, just like every, <laughs> every two weeks, like clockwork. I'm like, oh shit, that's gone up in price. I used to work, uh, where I used to work was like a business estate and it was way outside of the center of town. So I couldn't, there was nothing within, you know, I could drive, but like, I'm not going to drive somewhere for lunch sort of thing. So if I ever forgot lunch, literally the only place I could get food, um, was a really crappy vending machine in the the break room, or I could walk over to the nearby airport and play and pay airport prices oh for a meal God. deal. And it was like, you want to pay six quid for a sandwich? And it was like <laughs> punishment, you know, oh. <laughs> for forgetting my lunch. When we went to Barcelona the other week, we were on the way back and we stopped in duty free. Yeah, and we were like, let's get some snacks, whatever you know, for the plane ride, and. We found some really nice chocolates. They were like white chocolate Ferrero Rocher something chocolate bar. And mm. it was about 11 quid, I think. But they looked really <laughs> fancy. And it came with, you got like three or four bars. We were like, it's, it's duty free. Like everything's better price, right? You know? So we grabbed no. those. <laughs> yes, I know that now. <laughs> so we grabbed those. And then we're like, we're going to enjoy these. We get on the plane. And straight away, they're like, there is some of a nut allergy. Please, nothing containing nuts, please. So we're like, oh, for God's sake, we can't have our hazelnut <laughs> white chocolate we just bought. That's so annoying. So we're like, we're like, you know, it's fine. You know, it's not that person's fault that they're going to die or whatever if we open this chocolate bar. So we can survive. Yeah, yeah. And then we get all the way home. I think we eat one of them on the train ride home. And we look it up, and I think they were like pound twenty each. And we got three of them for like eleven quid, and we were like, "Oh no!" And we didn't even get to eat them on the plane. <laughs> we were just like, "Uh, 
That's a shame. That seemed like such could, a good uh, idea. You could never eat those now. You gotta just put those in in like the put those in the fridge, save them forever. No, no, we had to eat them because we were so sad. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> they got eaten almost immediately. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, funny. All pri- all prices are strange all over the place. I thought duty free was just really good price for everything, but apparently that's just tobacco and maybe some alcohol. I don't. And uh, that's weird, man. Yeah, I remember you used to you go on holiday and people were like, "Oh, make sure you hit the duty free for that cheap alcohol." It's I, never cheap. What are they talking about? <laughs> I I think certain bits are cheap. Like the tobacco right. was really cheap because we got some for Laura's mum. Yeah. Um, but we just assumed everything was. And I guess it's, it's just it's just like certain bits. I don't know. Uh, oh, let's um. I'll kick this off then. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Game Forecast, our weekly game podcast where we get together and chat about everything we've been playing and all the new news stories for the week. My name is Josh, aka Bottler Works, and I'm here with Olive Meister Will. Hello. And Sam Samer. Hello. Steve's away this week. He can't make it, unfortunately, but us three will be here to hopefully keep you entertained for a, an hour or two. Um, there's obviously the one major game. That's just come out this week. Um, I think we should, should we just open with that. I think and yeah, go, go for, for it. it. Yeah, we might as well. Um, Sam, what have we been yeah. playing? Uh, so this is going to be spoiler free. Yes, just, let's just preface that it's FF sixteen. People, it's it's game of the year. Oh shit! You're <laughs> going straight into the game of the year. Oh mate, this game <laughs> is incredible. Like, because I knew I... you were enjoying it. But the game of the year. I, I'm at the point where, like, whenever I speak to someone, I'm like, look, you're you're not going to get a PS5 to play this, so you're going to play it eventually when it comes to PC, which is, like, at least a year away. Yeah. But I still don't want to spoil absolutely anything. Yeah. Because mm. it is that good. Yeah, there's, there's... This game has a great gameplay system and gameplay loop and all the elements and everything, but the story in particular in this, which, again, we're not going to spoil... Um, I think is a major high point for not yes. only this game, but I think the series in general. Um, yeah. Really? Yes. Is that including FF14? Because you guys all praise that pretty highly. It's, it's, it's tricky because I think the way this game stands out sort of differently to older games is, to me, previous Final Fantasy games are not necessarily very like anime necessarily but they're very japanese they're very fantasy and they're very japanese whereas this game is very very western in the way it tells its story and the way its script is delivered um Mm -hmm. i was actually talking to laura about this um and it's like even if you play something like say final fantasy 7 remake which has a really good english dub right it's got a really good English cast of characters, but it still feels very, at least to me, it still feels very Japanese. You know, like with character pans and characters being like, "Oh, oh," when when things yeah, happen, yeah, and, and yeah, things yeah, like yeah. that. Um, and there's a distinct lack of that in this, and it's deliberate, right? Um, this game, I believe, the script was written. I think I read this right. The script was written in English, and it is an English script. So it's yes, yes, yeah. Because yeah, so, I read there's no J 
Japanese the the lip syncing is to the English version, yes. not the Japanese yeah. version, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they even advised for Japanese players to play this in English, subtitled. Oh, that's so weird. Yeah, how do you of like all the it? franchises, yeah. right? <laughs> to, to flip. That's so yeah. weird. Uh, I mean, it's a huge risk, right? Massive Final risk. Fantasy. I mean, we we had a chat about this about like how big Final Fantasy is compared to other potential RPG franchises. Yeah, yeah. But in Japan. Final Fantasy is still up yeah. there. It's yeah, still among the top dogs, you know? Yeah, it's still enormous. So yeah. for them to just do this is like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> but I... it, for us, it pays off so well. Yeah, this is, this is, because... the, this is the... Sorry, I'll let, I'll let you carry on, sorry. I was going to say, it feels a little bit like, you know, uh, like The Witcher is the thing I think of. Yes. Where mm. I think of Henry Cavill's like grunts, and yeah. how like that <laughs> is too, kind man. of our Western version of the Japanese like ah oh ah oh ah uh, for us it's uh. <laughs> yeah. Some someone Stuff record like this. That, you know? <laughs> sounds grunts. Yeah, sounds grunts ASMR. Yeah, yeah. That was it's it's, it's 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 like it just suits it. Yeah, yeah. It, it's funny. It, you it doesn't feel which... like. Yeah, yeah, go on. I was just saying, it's, it's funny you specifically bring up Witcher 3, because there there have been a part... I was, Witcher, but yeah. Oh, 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 Witcher, yeah. There were parts I was playing yesterday where I had almost like my head just went to Witcher 3 and like that kind of stuff. It was, it was almost like a part of the game. It was like, if you squint, the way, yeah. Clive, oh, no, the way Clive was talking and the cutscene and stuff, I was like, this, is, this feels like a Western RPG. It doesn't feel like mm. I'm playing Final Fantasy. Which is something else I'll get on in a bit, but um, yeah. So, what's, no, what is the kind of like? What's the setup for the game? What if if I'm coming to it? Okay, yeah. So, so the, no spoilers. No, but, you no, know, how, no what's the setup? Yeah, no spoilers. So the setup of the game is basically there, there's been lots of comparisons to Game of Thrones and Attack on Titan, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I would say if you were to use that comparison, it's like. Eighty percent Game of Thrones and twenty percent oh, Attack wow. on Titan. So there are so many comparisons I can make to Game of Thrones to make it easier to understand. So ultimately, you have this world. Um, it's got nations that each have their own capitals and kings and queens, and you know, again, similar to your sort of Game of Thrones setup. You know, you got your King's Landing, uh, you got your Winterfell, you've got your King of the Iron Sea or whatever over on an island somewhere like this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. And the idea is. Uh, each of these nations are in control of a big crystal. And this crystal allows people to use magic. So you can take pieces off and you can use it as magic. It, it lets people that can't use magic yes, so, use magic. So the reason Sam says that is because there are a certain... Certain people are born with the native ability to use magic without crystals. They can just use it. Mm. And the idea around these people is that they're basically kept as slaves. It's like really, it's really weird because it's like these people are magical. They can use magic and this, that and the other, but they're kept as slaves by people Mm. that can't do this. And that sort of encompasses the whole story. Um, There are also a very small handful of people, literally, I I think, I can't even know the exact number, but probably less than like 10 people that are called dominants. These people have the ability to manifest and control something called an icon, which is essentially, if you, know, if you remember the summons from old Final Fantasy games. Yeah. So your Garuda, 
um, your Titans, your, your things like that. You know, your Rama for lightning. Shiva. Shiva. Doom Train. Doom Train. Doom Train. I haven't seen Doom Train. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to show up at some point. Um, but yeah, a very small handful of people can manifest these icons and essentially wield their power. And that makes that's your attack on Titan link, right? Yeah. It's meant, right. it's meant to be like one per country kind of yes, deal. Yeah. Because they are like they're like a deterrent in a sense that if one king says say, it sounds like out, a nuclear deterrent. It basically yeah. is. Yeah. So if one person says that sends theirs out, it completely destroys their own people as well as their enemies. So their enemy has to send theirs out, right? So yeah. what happens is no one says wants to send theirs out yeah. because yeah, they yeah, don't yeah. want that. It's literally now that now that you said it that way, it is literally nukes. It's, yeah. it's basically like yeah. <laughs> everyone has nukes, but no one wants to use them because if you do have to use them, ultimately everybody loses. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So, that, so there's a lot of there's a lot of that. Um, the only other thing to mention, yes, about how the story progresses as well is there's uh, land is currently just shriveling up and dying. Yes, and no one and knows why. That's what is causing. The story to continue the, like, forward. The, like, because the tensions, yeah. The, yeah, the, the land is dying. Therefore, people need to protect their own land or find new land. Yeah, it's like a battle royale ring getting smaller, and everyone's like, like "We don't winter want to." Is coming. We don't want to. Like, winter is. Oh my god, it's more Game of Thrones. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like no one wants to ultimately have to push in and invade other people, but it's like, yeah, you know, we're, we're all running out of food. Yeah. yeah, yeah, running out of food, running out of farmland. People are just dying. Like we have to expand. So that's the overall setup, and the reason that's important to know is because ultimately the story is about the main character Clive. And just him in this world, right? He has um, goals and ambitions. A lot of them are kind of spoilery, so I won't go too far into them because of like yeah. development that happens. Um, but that's the key. That is the key difference I feel in this game compared to pretty much every single Final Fantasy game before it. Is that this is not a story about the party at large that you end up forming. It is a story about Clive. As a mm-hmm. as a single main protagonist, um, you you could you could say that's the same thing for. I don't know. I I you know, Final Fantasy Seven is uh, Cloud, right? Final Fantasy Ten, Tidus, Tidus. Yeah. However you say it. I think. Is, is yeah, it that? I, I think Everyone... this is very much though. Like you are just Clive. Yeah. Yeah. You only play as Clive. You don't swap. Yeah. Into other party members. Right. Okay. You do like, have other party members, like every now and then. Every now and yeah. then, but it's not like it's not like older games where you're going along and you pick someone up, and this person's now part of the collective yeah, whole yeah, that will be yeah. there for the entire game, sort of thing. It's like it's not that type of game. It's the story of what Clive goes through and his struggles and his achievements. Yeah. Um, and I think it's both good and bad. It's not bad. It's just it's very different for Final Fantasy. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. It makes me think a lot more of again like Western games, right? Like the story of say Witcher Three being about Geralt or these games with um, you know, these story based games that are really popular that have a much smaller cast of characters, right? Like mm. The Last of Us, primarily being about say Joel and Ellie, like two characters, as opposed to say something like FF7 or these other Final Fantasy games where you defeat the final boss 
ultimately with a gang of like <laughs> what like four, <laughs> four characters and six in reserve suppose, or yeah, something. I guess. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Um, I'm only about halfway through, so it could change. I don't see it changing. <laughs> um, that's that's the main setup for the story. There's there's tons of stuff it dives into. There's tons of different themes, very mature themes. Um, yes. Lots I, of naked people. Lots of naked people. There's lots of murder. There's lots of really big topics that it bashes over your head. We mentioned how very briefly about like people that can do magic are kept as slaves. Like there's there's tons of like racism and slavery stuff and classism and really deep stuff that you wouldn't expect from a mainline Final Fantasy game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The footage on screen I, mean, that just... I just showed there showed an, a guy getting an axe just in his head thrown at him. It's like <laughs> it's like it's so different. It's like this Final is from Fantasy. the last the last mainline entry was the boys' road trip to get married yeah. or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we've gone from that to this. Honestly, um, you, you, things happen and you just go, "Well, that's a bit of a risk." <laughs> <laughs> like th- this game they have just gone it feels like they've just gone if we're gonna do this yes yeah we do it there's no like half measures mm, we've yeah. got the script we've got the plan we go all out i think that, that's how yeah. it feels like they've done it i think the key, the key thing you can just say which i've already said to know if you would like this sort of plot or not is literally game of thrones do you like game of thrones sort of stuff because mm. all the like houses political intrigue um, so is that is that game because there's like two types of people who like game there's the people who are like i love it when people fuck and then get beheaded and then there's the people like oh i love it when a guy walks into a room and two people have a conversation and it's riveting like it, <laughs> is it more the former or the latter of those like is it all about i'm thinking of like political intrigue and stuff like lots of people plotting and making deals and stuff there's 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 yes. there's certain bits like that but it never feels drawn out like two people just in a room talking to each other it always feels oh like yeah yeah there's there's like there's lots of cutting around um no no one scene lingers for too long i feel which is i think it's pretty good you'll have yeah. lots of scenes in a row sometimes but you'll never have one scene feel like it really drags out You'll, it's always it moves quite fast actually yeah. I, I feel so it does that thing where like game of thrones where you like you have a scene of what's going on with your character you know clive and what's going on in his life and then it'll just pop over to the next country over and be like well yeah these lads are scheming stuff yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is what they're up to nice. and then it might not pop over to the next country but the next time you have cutscenes it does and then yeah. they find out they're scheming things there was, and it, there was one scene that hard cut from something quite sad to two random armies from two different nations fighting in a field with icons appearing that I hadn't seen up to that point and I was like oh my god what is happening like, yeah. <laughs> the absolute whiplash that some of these scenes can give you as well oh that, that was a good scene it's, it's, um, <laughs> but it also it enhances the story a lot because it has two systems in place. One, um, is it ATE? Um, describe uh, it. It's, I'm trying to remember what the acronym is, but basically you can pause during a cutscene. Oh, active time law. <laughs> yeah, ATL. Thank you. And you can pause during any cutscene and then press the button 
and it will bring up every person that's in that cutscene as well oh, as fuck. that's like the amazon thing yes that's, that's, so the, cool. that's the best comparison it is it's literally yeah. the amazon prime tv overlay it, it like sam says it brings up every single character that's like currently talking even ones that are mentioned but yeah, aren't actively in yeah. the scene it, it brings the countries up countries they're part of yes and also also sometimes if they're talking about a specific plot point it brings up an information page about the topic that they're talking about it's it's amazing it's it's fantastic because it's it's not like paragraphs upon paragraphs it's very light so it's not like you have to read a book to suddenly understand what's going yeah, on it's cousin. like a bit of a just a bit of a reminder yeah, yeah. but it's, you can yeah. just be like who was this person again or what are we talking about like <laughs> I, you know because sometimes yeah. this stuff can get a bit too much no yeah i, mean, I, think... I love it <laughs> I, I think it's fantastic I think it's it, especially when they're making these big RPGs. I've had this with Final Fantasies before, like thirteen. I remember people just start going off on tangents yeah. about like random verbs and titles and names of things I've never seen before. And I'm like, yeah. I get it. You guys have lived the development of this game for the last like four years, right? You guys know the story inside out, but like, please help me. I'm <laughs> yeah. new. I'm yeah. just coming into that. I have no idea what the fuck you're all talking yeah. about. Well, it's like if because these games are so long. Like RPGs generally, comparative to other games, yeah, it, it, it's really good for people that stop playing for a bit. You know, you ever yeah. play a game for like ten hours and then drop it, but then want to come back, but it's a, it's yeah. a long enough period where you don't want to start again, but at the same time you're worried you're going to forget a lot of stuff that's happened. It's literally like. Witcher, Witcher again, Witcher three. I never finished just because I moved house midway through playing Witcher <laughs> yeah. three, and then I booted it up in my new house, and I was like. Yep, don't remember anything I was doing before. Yeah, this, I this is this is made for that, and it's amazing. And even like Sam yeah. said, like even certain bits. There's there was one cutscene in particular where I turn up and the two main characters see someone else lock eyes, and they're like, "Oh my god, it's Lady Hannah!" I'm like, I "Who are you? I don't know who you are. I'm sorry, I, <laughs> I do not know who you are. It's it's been like 15 hours at this point since the start of the game. I, I cannot remember." And you press the button, and it's just like, yeah. Here's this, here's that. And then there's other mechanics as well cool. where you can um, you can look at like a world map of what everyone's doing. Like all these it's, nations. Oh, I love that. Yeah, you can do, you can do, there's like a big world map and you can traverse through the world map by time and events. So oh, you, that's so cool. So from the start, because again, the, again, the story is about, say, Clive, right? It's about what Clive is doing over this like long-ish period of time. So it's like, okay, here's what is happening as time is passing, and you can see where you're going, but also like, oh, what are these other people doing? Because you know what they're doing, because it's, it's not a secret. It's mentioned in cutscenes and stuff, but it's like, it's so much to keep track of. Yeah. You can look yeah. at it visually. And it tells you, like, when yeah, things tell, happen. It tells you when, it tells you where. There's another system as well of, um, I can't think of what it's called, but it's like a relationship diagram of mm. who belongs to which house and what they're yeah, all doing yeah. and their marriages and stuff yeah. and who's hunting who, who hates who, who's killed who. And again, like mm. the other one, you can progress through this relationship diagram by time. So you, Jesus. Can, so you can scroll through and it's like, you can see actively where it says two characters are fighting and you go through like a few steps in time and then one person will get greyed out and it's like that person has been killed by this person. Um, and it's a big event in the game, but it's like again, when you get further and further in, you look looking back at these things, it's really good way to remember 
all these cool yeah. events that have happened. It's they've gone so hard on these systems, and I I I think they're great. I love them. Yeah, it's like they wanted to make sure that they gave as much help as possible to help follow the story. Yes, because again, we use you know we keep relating to Game of Thrones and Witcher Three, but if people haven't watched or played those or watched anything like it, this could be a very big like undertaking. Yeah. Well, there's so much going on. Well it's it's yeah, it sounds like a lot of moving parts where Final Fantasy, like you said, is more like the hero's journey every time. Where they yeah. say a lot, but like the story's kind of simple for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's, so... it's the first at least Final Fantasy game I remember in a long time where Outside of the sort of you know main unit of characters and factions, there are people doing things to other people. Yes, yeah, it's like a lived-in. It's a lived-in world, in, living world. Yeah, because yeah. you know, not everyone is standing around waiting for Clive <laughs> to turn up and do some combos and leave. Like, <laughs> like, like people have other people have plans and agendas. Yeah, um, and it's really cool to see that they've, they've done a really good job. Um, yeah, I've recently just started, again, I'm, I'm going to leave out the main points, but I've recently just done a side quest, right? Where I'd, I helped some dudes do some stuff. And then I came back, <laughs> and now this town, like, every time I go there, there's, like, the, the music and the atmosphere of the town has changed because they are now doing something because I completed a side quest there. Oh, that's cool. And that's... No, I mean, may- maybe it will be in the future, but right now, I'm not a part of what's going on with that town. I've just enabled it to happen, yeah. and stuff has already happened yeah. regarding the people there. So, like, it's it's very much got this, like, the, the world is moving, whether you're, you know, whether you're a part of it or not kind of deal. Yeah, that's cool. It's because ultimately, like we say, with the whole... Uh, blight around the world like a winter is coming kind of thing it doesn't just affect the main character it affects everyone yeah, in the world yeah. everyone is worried about this thing so everyone is doing things you know around the world yeah it's just it's just really good and they've done all these all these systems to make it as easy as possible to keep track of and understand and that all, that sort of ease of use that they're going into also bleeds into like the gameplay as well so if we move on to some gameplay stuff as a lot of people know already the gameplay in this is the biggest change up to final fantasy that's probably happened so far um you've, you've had like little steps into kind of half actiony stuff like ff15 um and seven remake but this is full-on action game yeah at this point there are certain rpg elements like stats mm. and things but i would say they're almost you, I feel you could take levels out of this game, yeah, and you would lose nothing for it. You could take, you could take. Mm. There's a lot of stuff you could take out. You could take out um, the gear, the whole gear system. In my opinion, you could literally remove, and not much would change. I think as long as it's tr- it's tricky because we can get stuck into the middle of this. Where I think we need to sort of ease into this. Otherwise, it's going to get really confusing really quickly. Um, so Final, so Final Fantasy in the past has always been, term, not, not always, but like heavily RPG mechanics, right? Like yeah. gear, gear, stats, 
level ups, abilities, mana. Yeah. Whatever it's, gimmick they have that time around, exactly, like the sphere yeah. grid or whatever. Yeah. Whereas this game is it's so much less about that that I'm almost confused as to why they're there in the first place. I know they I know why they're there, because people would absolutely shit themselves if they removed all RPG elements from Final Fantasy. <laughs> but I almost mm. feel like where they've gone like Sam said, they've gone all in on this like mature and adult story. They almost haven't done that with the gameplay. Like the gameplay is still good, but I kind of feel like you're this close to just being full character action, like Devil, oh, like Devil May Cry. So you're kind of disappointed they haven't fully committed to just making a a, a DMC or a Basically, bayonet or yeah, something. That's that's kind of how I feel about it. And I think <laughs> the combat is the combat is really good. Don't get me wrong, um, but I do think compared to other games, because I played a lot of these games, right? Again, like Bayonetta, Devil May Cry, anything Platinum. It's not as complex as those games. Whereas I don't think mm. that's because they can't design those systems. It's because they just they didn't want to go that hard with, <laughs> with mainline so, Final Fantasy. So I guess the other question then is, Sam, how do you feel as a diehard turn-based JRPG oh. fan? <laughs> how do you feel I, I about would, them? Yes. Sort of? I've accepted that I'm not getting my turn-based <laughs> RPGs unless it's a spin-off. Uh-huh. Uh, I know that's the way the world is. It's just at, at the moment, th- this style of action RPGs is, you know, it, it's the way forward at the moment. It's the in thing. Mm-hmm. It's the it's the trend, and it has yeah. been for quite a while. Turn-based RPGs has fallen out of trend for quite a, quite a while. Yeah. Um. But see, because maybe because I haven't played, I think I've played one or two DMC games. That's about it. Yeah. I think the level of like action RPG is perfectly fine. I think you've got customizability on the types of combos you're doing, yeah, rather than giving you. I don't think it's bad uh, in the slightest. I think it's I think it's really good. It's just it's, yeah. it's like this weird hybrid where I where I'm much more of a fan of proper. Like combo strings and stuff. But anyway, I'll let you carry on. Yes, yeah, this thing you can do all of these combos, but they've weaved that in with like, you, you know, like we we said that people use magic and stuff. They're trying to weave it into that. So they, there's no mana in this game. There's no MP. So all of your stuff is just cooldown based, which is fantastic. Yeah, it means that you can just burn everything, and if you want to just run away for twenty seconds, so you can do it again. You can. You haven't got to worry about, oh, well, I'd, I'd best not use all my fire spells on this in case a boss is around the corner. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. This, yeah. It's literally designed in a way that you can, if you want to, you can mash the attack button and just use a few spells off cooldown and you will be able to finish this game. There's no difficulty levels. There's difficulty modifiers, but there's no actual difficulty like levels. There's no easy, medium, hard. There's... Yeah. There's the game as it is, or there are a few accessories you can equip that make uh, dodging automatic and potion using automatic. Um, there's nothing that makes enemies easier to kill or harder to kill. Um, right. The way, so Sam mentioned like cooldowns and stuff, the way the combat sort of works on the most basic level is you have square to use a melee attack and triangle to use a magic attack which is a, it's a long range like fireball 
or if you're or if you're if you're wind if you're feeling a bit windy at the minute it's a wind ball or it's a lightning whatever you want it's it's a long range <laughs> elemental attack mm-hmm. um you have dodge on r1 and then if you hold right trigger you get access to two magical abilities per sort of icon that you have equipped there's more to do that but again for, for sake of ease you have you hold right trigger and you can use yeah and spoilers you can use magical abilities with right trigger essentially that is it there is stuff you can do like you can weave magic attacks into your square sort of attack combo um or you can like sam said you can time certain abilities so if you want to use a certain ability at the end of a combo or the beginning of an attack string you can do that but there's no actual combos no if you play devil may cry or bayonetta or anything the combo lists in that game, in those games, are enormous. It's like, mm-hmm. so Sam will get a lot more out of this because he's currently playing this. You'll have stuff where it's like square, square, triangle, square is a combo. Square, triangle, square, square is an entirely different combo. Square, square, pause for a second, triangle, triangle, yeah. etc. It goes on for fifty plus combos, um, and that is one. I don't really want to say it's missing, because that's not what this game is going for. It, this is going for baby's first character action game. And it does that really well. Like, really, really well. Uh, I don't know if I agree with that, though. Yeah? Well, go for it. I'm, because, I, yeah. So here's the thing. I, I, I can understand that, but there's another thing in the combat is monsters are split between trash mobs and uh, large mobs. Yes. In the sense that trash mobs are... You walk in, you basically hold the attack button down, and you'd have to do well to lose health. <laughs> yeah. Right? And they'll send multiples at you, so you have to kill them quickly because you'll get attacked at your blind spots. That's the only real threat you're under. Yeah. And then you get large mobs, which have a stagger meter, which is as you hit it, this meter goes down, and once it reaches zero, they kind of like fall on one knee or fall over and get you get your window of opportunity to like unload yeah and that's where like using your abilities comes in because once they're in that mode you do more damage but some abilities are built better to break stagger rather than do upfront damage and you yeah. can customize those abilities in and out so you end up playing this game of like, am I just going to fight this boss straight up, stagger it, and then go all out? Or am I going to weave in these abilities? Because they do kind of, some of them are pretty seamless with your combos. Like, do you weave them into your squares and your triangles to help stagger the boss quicker so that you can do that big... Like so, you can just wail on it. Right? I, I yeah, I don't disagree with you. I think there is a lot there. It just it feels like a lot of the time I lack variety in what I can do at any given moment. If I feel like I have a set sort of string of abilities that I use against trash, like you say, which cleans up trash in two seconds. Like trash fights don't even last two seconds. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But I feel like against against these bigger monsters, it's a case of 
dodging stuff, which is obvious, right? Dodging their moves. And it always, it always feels like square, triangle, square, triangle, square, triangle, square, triangle. And doing that until I use an ability and then I get the ability off and then it's square, triangle, square, triangle, square. And it's just, it, it's, it's it, yeah. Is it, is it that there is more stuff there that the game but the game never forces or pushes you to make use of it? Or is it there's literally the, the combo list is like one page? There, okay, oh. to elaborate, there isn't a combo list. No, there are, yeah. all you can but do the, is well, the, the, the theoretical, you know, the, the, the unofficial combo I, list. I, I feel like, <laughs> like, like I said earlier, I feel like the game is designed so that someone can just mash square to get through the game. And I feel like personally for me and the way I'm playing this, I have to actively try and make my own fun. And that sounds really kind of shitty and weird, but like I am, as opposed to the game being like, try this, try that. This enemy will make you do this. This enemy will make you do the, these combos or these abilities. I feel like I, I'm going out of my way to try different things to make the combat more interesting as opposed to a game like DMC or... Um, Bayonetta will be like, oh, you know that weapon set that you use a lot that you've like rely on. Like this monster just like shreds that for change. Mm. I think the other thing though is this this game also has that Dark Souls aspect to it. Elaborate. Like, it's, it's not just pure. <laughs> so it's it's like uh, I I don't know how many of the hunts you've done. I've done a, but, I've like, done a handful. Some of these mobs yeah. will clap you in two hits. If you take two hits, I've I've done, I've done four hunts, which are like you ever know like you played FF14, or you know you can think for more than two seconds. You know what hunting board is? You hunt monsters. Um, this game <laughs> yeah, has that got, like, <laughs> mini side quests where you just go kill a big. Boss Basically, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I know this problem is specifically for me and a minority of players, but I just don't think this game is hard enough. And there is no way for me to make it harder. And that's that's yeah. my biggest issue with this game. Apparently there is a hard mode or a harder mode. It's locked behind New Game Plus. Ooh, that's... I would be shocked if that stays that way in any kind of future patch or re-release because I want it now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like in New Game Plus, we've remixed enemies and added new enemies. And also there's a score system in New Game Plus where you can get rated on your fights. I'm like, I want that now <laughs> you mean the, the yeah the, the like bayonetta game exactly yeah, yeah. harder difficulty you can't do now but the redoing fights and getting graded you can do now i can but i have to go back and do stuff i've already done to get that yeah i want to go through the story as it is fresh new but i want devil may cry <laughs> I, Cause I guess yeah because i guess it's like it's a story a heavily story-based rpg right you're not gonna like new game plus is fine all that for people that want it but the majority of people are going to want and done this i imagine yes i think when i when i mentioned dark souls as well as i talk about coming from an angle of most mobs don't give you a long enough window to hit them for more than like two seconds no so like i don't think you can do all of these crazy combos because the idea is you're supposed to dodge or perfect dodge and the better that you do evade the longer your window is from like one to three seconds to hit hit this guy yeah if you 
if you're so, if you've played these sorts of games before, it's it's almost like um it's like familiar, right? Playing this and looking at enemies startup frames and seeing when they're going to attack and perfect dodging. I'm not going to sit and go, oh, it's really easy, but like it's something that I can do fairly consistently, right? So I always feel like I'm doing my square triangle combo, and then maybe halfway through it, I have to dodge to the side, and I dodge, and then I continue doing, or I, do, I use an ability, or I keep doing square triangle. I think, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I don't know if the problem is I wish the combat was deeper, or if I wish the combat was harder. I think either of those would solve the very minor problems I have. I do, I love this combat. It's really fun yeah. combat. It's really good. Outside of like the biggest of fights, I've had a build now, which will stagger a guy, let me unload and then instantly stagger him again before they get back up. Yeah. And it has been so fun to do. Yeah. So I could be, I could be reading this completely wrong, but it sounds like Sam, you're not, there's not enough, there's not quite enough RPG, and Josh, there's not quite enough action oh, I've, combat. I've got no issues. Oh yeah, Sam. Sam no, oh, okay. I think it, yeah. the level stuff should come out. I, I agree. I think the equipment stuff could come out. Just leave it purely as an action game. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Whereas I'm coming from it of the angle of I'm a crazy bloke that has played a whole bunch of character action games. Love those games. I'm <laughs> I'm currently playing Street Fighter Six like every day with like you know combos and two frame links and shit and i'm like yeah. I, I'm, it's like you really want it you really like it you just want more I just want, I, yeah. I, 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 yeah. he's he's got to that point where the, the game has everything that it needs to have yeah. and now he just wants more it's re- it's yeah. really close it is so close <laughs> um and again i will i love this game i'm playing this game also every day for like one two hours just getting through it and just having a great great time. At the start, I left messages in the group chat that we have where I was like, oh, this game's very cutscene heavy, isn't it? It's a bit long. It's a bit, <laughs> it's a bit like, oh, sleeper. But when it gets going, it really gets going. It hits you with mm. um, like a, a big major plot point or revelation probably like every two, three hours. Yeah. And like big... Like a good, like a good pace. Yeah, big like, oh shit moments. I remember saying in our chat i was like okay i think i know who the final boss is right? <laughs> yeah i i, I <laughs> thought i'd got to the point where i'm like i see where the story is going as of yesterday i'm not sure how this game goes <laughs> anymore i'm like if you if you go on the home screen for ps5 you can see percentage wise how far through the game you are and i'm at like 40 something percent and theoretically, if I look at all the pieces on this like chessboard right now, you could make an accurate guess as to the way the story's going to go. But I'm like, mm. I'm 40% in. There's probably going to be <laughs> some more stuff that would happen, I imagine. Um, but yeah, this game is... is this game's this game fantastic. is fantastic. This game is, fa- know, yeah, I, is amazing. Everyone just needs to play it. I haven't um, talked about the graphics or anything at all. Um... There's some minor technical issues. I'm playing in... There's two modes. There's performance mode and graphic mode. Where if you play in graphics mode, it locks to 30 FPS and looks a bit better. If you play in frame rate mode, it aims for 60, but never hits it. <laughs> never oh, hits right. it. Okay. Um, it. It lingers around like 40-ish. 
And at the start, that kind of, I was like, oh, you know, everything hits you at the start, and you're like, oh, really? Like, come on. Yeah. But like, the more you play, it's actually, yeah. I had yeah. the same with Zelda, where I was like, oh, yeah, fuck. yeah, yeah. And then like an hour in, I was like, it didn't even bother me anymore. Yeah. And I think there there have been certain parts of this game that I've played regardless of whatever mode you're playing on graphical performance, this game looks gorgeous. Oh, yeah. This game has some real standout um, like standout locations, the set pieces and like action in the cutscenes is just insane. Like, it's so good. It's crazy. Like, I'll be, I'll be playing it. I'm sitting there. I'm like, oh my god, this is, this is absolutely mad and laura will be on her phone or whatever she's like kind of half watching but then i'm gonna look over and she's like also completely glued to the screen because what is happening <laughs> what is happening on the screen is just absolute bananas yeah yeah um a lot of the stuff um where i said how it's like what would i say like 80 percent game of thrones 20 percent attack on titan um the bits that feel very attack on titan is when it goes full anime fight cutscene mode and it's just yeah absolute bonkers um it's so good these big monsters fighting each other or just big armies like hacking at each other or just really cool stuff happening um they really they really are like top of it i think when it comes to a lot of this stuff it's it's just it really is like stellar stuff that they've made here i think the team that actually put a lot of this together should all be really proud of what they've made because it is absolutely amazing Damn. Yeah. Um, this game's great. Got nothing else to, to to really say unless you've got anything else you wanted to add, Sam. That you've no. I mean, again, we're we're really trying to avoid any and all spoilers because it, it it's so easy. Yeah. To actually go into a little bit more depth on the things that we've spoken about, but it it would spoil major yeah. plot. <laughs> That's why, I like the, the the plot synopsis you can give to this without spoiling anything major is like this is a game about the story of Clive. <laughs> like that, that like, it, it's what happens. I can't really like tell you because everything that happens yeah. is really really big and cool. <laughs> and, yeah. if you, and if you're going to play this, I wouldn't. If I was going to play this in the future, I wouldn't want to know anything about what I'm happening yeah. because you would know what's coming up. Like X Y Z. Yeah, I was I was sort of like, oh, I don't really care. But like, sounds like I need to pick this up when it comes to PC. Oh yeah, you got fucking yeah. It's like you know all your oh, wait, all your your big plot points. You know the the meme ones. You know Snape kills Dumbledore. Like big ass things <laughs> like that. It feels like something big like that happens every sort of four or five hours. Yeah. So I was saying to Josh, I've been coming up with like, if someone's gonna ask me where I am, how do I respond in the most least <laughs> yeah. spoilery way? Yeah. And like do, do, my my answer so far has been like, it's a bit windy. Or, <laughs> yeah, you're re- re- really <laughs> vague like answers. Yeah. Does it does it feel like you guys are like heading to the end, or are you still just in in the middle somewhere? I feel like I'm in the thick of it right now. I feel like I, I'm solid mm. mid, solid mid game. I feel. I can see if the game was going to end. I could see <laughs> how we get there. But I, I just feel like there's something more to come. Yeah, yeah. I don't right. feel like this is ready to end. Yeah, what everything I've done so far, it feels like the game's always got another trick up its sleeve, where it's like, oh, but what about if this happened, or also what about this or that, or it's, it yeah, always feels it's like it's, it's same one more thing. 
we were saying earlier on where it's not just you that are going around the world and doing things all the other countries are moving at the same time yeah so yeah yeah you go and complete your thing and then you realize that the landscape has changed now you know so you have to adapt again and the story has to adapt yeah it's amazing (laughs) i love it i hope this is it going forward and I hope that this is a really good stepping stone into Final Fantasy Seventeen somehow having Dante as a main character. Somehow. <laughs> <laughs> He's just there. <laughs> but it feels like it, right? It feels like this, this game, it's not a new story for the week, but one of the stories I read earlier was how this game has sold, I think, 3 million in its first week. Um, that's crazy which what is, a crazy year for video games yeah it's, this is we had do you remember I think it was like just before Tears of the Kingdom and we were like yeah. everyone does realise that there's like five games coming out right that are all <laughs> solid game of the year contenders easy yeah 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 uh, this is I think the last one for now of the what big, we got you had Diablo what Armored Core next month you got Armored Core next month but this is the last one that was in that tight group that were right. All, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had uh, Zelda, Diablo, Diablo, Zelda, this Final Fantasy, and it was more for me. But I was always hammering on about Street Fighter. Street Fighter. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. It was always, it was always. These games are about one and a half weeks, sometimes less, <laughs> between each other. <laughs> um, whereas now, I think. There's still tons more stuff coming out, but it's a it's a bit looser. It's not quite as compact. I, I've got a few, I've got like a, a bit of time now to decompress Diablo Four, Final Fantasy, you know, Street Fighter. I can actually just relax, <laughs> which is odd to yeah. say about games. Because <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't even mention it, and I won't talk about it because it will run way over. But I also started Diablo Four with Laura. Um, Nothing to add to that except because you, know, you guys went over it loads. That game's really good. This game's really fun. It's fun, isn't it? It's good yeah. fun. I'm, I've, I'm sort of. I was like, me and Aaron had like a, you know, a family meeting where we were like, right, are we going to keep <laughs> hammering on our main characters, or are we content with what we've played? Are we happy to wait until this season launches, make new characters, yeah, uh, play through that content. I think I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm like. I'm with Sam, where I'm like, I sort of got what I needed to out of that game. Yeah, that game we're, we're not even thinking about seasons and stuff. We're just, we've got two characters, one each, and we're yep. just working way to the story at our own pace, yeah. which is pretty fun. We're, we're, we're enjoying that. It's been really good. Yeah. Um, I haven't played anything else this week. Don't know about you, Sam. Have you done anything else? Uh, I'm really enjoying DBD. Yeah, um, yeah. You're, you're the current person oh. all over DBD. Uh, on top of that, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. It's it's got me to the point where, as I said, it's the only multiplayer game I'm playing where I am happy to play solo, which yeah. is, in yeah. my mind, is very high praise for me because you mean a multiplayer game that can be played that can be played solo specifically. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's like uh, the hunt patches come out. I had a lot of fun. I'm not going to play that game if it's not with you lads. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. The game still hasn't got that over me to make me play it with randos or on my own. It's just yeah. not got that for me. You play Survivor on your own. 
Yes. Okay. Because so I was going to say, Killer in DVD is basically a single player game. Oh, anyway, it is right? a single player game. Yeah. No, I, I will play Killer if, and, and this is my efficiency brain kicking in. If Killer has a one hundred percent blood points boost because it's not <laughs> enough killers, I play Killer. Yeah. Otherwise, I play Survivor because I prefer Survivor. No, yeah, the DVD. It feels like you're going through what I went through maybe like half a year ago. Well, I played DVD before. But then when I started actually playing it, I was like, oh shit, this game's fucking fire. What the hell? This game's amazing. I love this game. Yeah. <laughs> like, why didn't no one tell me this game was so good? <laughs> so yeah, okay. Oh. Yeah, and also, I have stopped playing Honkai. Oh! <gasps> I, I saw something really sad yesterday because I knew this. I went on my friends list on Star Rail. And it said, I always look it up occasionally. It said, uh, Same, level 61, last logged in two days ago. <laughs> and I was like, oh my yeah. god, he's, he's officially stopped. He's out. I've stopped. I've... It's not that it's not fun. It's just I, I have done the grind. I have completed a character. I've got my two... Uh, teams. Yeah. Yes, they need more levels on them and everything. They always need more levels. That's the way these games. Yeah, yeah. Never. End. I'm not willing to commit more time to it because I've I've had no new content in the time that I've gone from. Man, I really don't know what my team is going to be. I still need to do pulls, etc. To I have finished a fully fledged character who is my main character. In that time, there has been no content. So, when there is content, I'll come back yeah. and do the content. But I think like two, three weeks is the release of one point two, which should have actual content. I think. But I should also be able to finish the game once the game does have enough content. Oh, to you finish. are way ahead, my friend. You you've got enough yeah, to finish I... up to fucking two point zero. Yeah, I, I I've got fully fledged characters that are finished yeah. that can't be improved yeah so why should i keep grinding you know well it's it's, yeah. it's, it's like will said the other day it's like yeah what what are you grinding for and i had like a yeah. meltdown because <laughs> i don't know anymore yeah we did yeah <laughs> yeah we yeah we talked about that didn't we but yeah we had that we had a little conversation about gacha games and the nature of Stop when the fun stops. Stop. <laughs> Literally, yeah. I was, I, I, I was kind of at the point Sam was where I'm like, I think I'm actually done with this. And then they released a new banner today, so a new five star character, um, and it had a new four star character as well. And I have enough pulls to do basically one banner confirmed. There's like, you know, it's like gambling, right? You might get it, you might not, but you can have enough gems to regardless of whether or not you have shit luck you can probably get it anyway yeah um and i thought i was saving it for one that's in two three weeks because that's the character that i want uh, a character mm -hmm. called kafka and i was like oh i'll wait for her because i was because again like sam i'm literally teetering i was like oh i'm just gonna like new banner today it's this guy you can see on screen right now on the left i'm like if i'm out it's pretty cool yeah if i'm out i might as well use all my gems right so i've got like a hundred gems yeah. uh i got him and the other new character, both the new characters within 40 pulls, which is ridiculously 
not ridiculously unlikely, but it's very unlikely. Yeah. And now I'm like, yeah. oh, now if I keep playing, I'll yeah. also oh, have enough. Such a, I can't. They got you. They got. They got, so got me. They got me. I need help. <laughs> <laughs> this this yeah, is a crisis. I just feel help. like it's it's the end of the line with all these games. Is it happened with Destiny? It happened. I used to play Genshin a lot, and it's yeah. like I never, I never. The game is never done with you. You always just reach a point yes. where you're like, what am I doing? They're just going to they'll release a new character next week. They'll release a new level cap the week after. I'll be grinding for more power and it's meaningless because everything scales with you. And it's like, I always just, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. and then I have this moment where I'm just like, well, I'm just uninstall and I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's all good. I have, it's, it's odd for me because I have, it's not odd. I've, I've, I'm talking like I played this game for years. I've been playing for what? It's been what, like two months now? I think this game's been out. In a week. It's been, it's been like a few hours. Um, I've never been a lifer in any game. I've been yeah. I've been a lifer to genres. I've always played FPSs and things like that, but I've never played one game forever. I always fall off yeah. at some point. I want to say like props to this game for like sticking, making me stick as long as I have, but I'm pretty sure it's literally all manipulation. <laughs> it's like good for yeah. you for making me stay around but it's like but you can't like you fuck with my brain to get me to stay this it's, long it's kind of because it's like you, you play genshin or something and it's like wow they made a kind of really competent breath of the wild clone and they just gave it to me for free that's so cool and then it's like but we all know why don't we because first, first it's always free <laughs> i might not spend in anything but some some guy is spending his life savings there are for yeah. anime girls. <laughs> there are if you go on the, the subreddit is crazy for these games always like going it because it like wakes me up a bit every time i go yeah there are people talking about like making teams with these characters on banner which are if you have like a e5 or e6 version of this character they can do this and i'm like for reference e6 is pulling the, these rare characters seven times yeah that's insane that's just like on odds is ridiculous the money like... is mad like a thousand dollars or something yeah, yeah i don't think the money even becomes a part of it right it's just i will just keep pressing this button to roll until yeah. i get what i want <laughs> yeah and that's just it. absolutely these insane. people are hedge fund managers they've got no joy in their life but <laughs> they sure do love pulling for anime yeah, girls yeah they have more money than me yeah. that's for sure <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's absolutely it's absolutely mad it's, it's you're talking like for one character being maxed out e6 on odds you're probably you're talking like 500 quid maybe more yeah. per character yeah that's just for the character then they have their weapon that you pull for as well insane <laughs> absolutely absolutely because you're gonna get the character you're not gonna not get the weapon right yeah yeah mad absolutely mad uh matt's saying apparently the story that came up today is pretty good which i haven't done yet so i'll check that out like, i'm this far I'll, I'll definitely have have a look at that yeah, I mean, you wailed out. You got to use your content for something, right? Exactly. I've, yeah, for. all the the grand that I've dropped so far on these yeah. characters. <laughs> it's like oh, it's good that I got good rates this time because it makes up for the several thousands of pounds that I spent on the previous characters. Yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. What? Nice yeah, I got lucky. I'm. A, I got lucky this week. I'm only nine hundred pounds in the hole. Yeah, yeah. What a nice developer. They they made me lucky this week. Do you, reckon, do you reckon they look at Wales' accounts specifically and give them good odds on certain pools to, to keep them in? I'm sure they do. Wow, I don't... It's like, that would be so illegal, but then, like, who's going to be checking? <laughs> it's, 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 it's proper tinfoil hat, but the idea of look, I, uh, looking at the top 100 people that put money into a game, 
and specifically changing yeah. their odds to keep them around yeah. because they're Lo- such... slowly lower their odds to get more money out. Oh, I'm going to be sick yeah. just thinking about it. <laughs> well, did you do you ever do you remember the one? I think it was Activision. They patented a system which was like every time yes. you spend money, they make your games easier. So like you're playing Warzone or something, and it's like you buy, you shell out, you buy a skin, and the game's like, what if we just made the next couple games really easy for him? So yeah. in his head. He kind of associates yeah. buying money, buying skins with oh. winning games. It's like, fuck it, hell. That's I hate how low fucking, key super village. I hate how fucking clever but disgusting that is at the same time. <laughs> yeah, because I think if if I was in a meeting and someone came up with that, I, I like I wouldn't know whether to just like start clapping, but also be like, you fucking gross. It's like it's bitch. like an Oppenheimer <laughs> moment, right? Some guys just like. He's just crazy. He says that, and then he just cries. Do you know what you've tears. done? <laughs> you've opened... We can never put it back in the bag. <laughs> you've opened Pandora's box, you fool! Yeah. <laughs> oh, just the idea of buying a new M16 skin, then getting put in lobbies of literal new players, and being like, yeah, I am a god. Yeah. That person was spinning on the spot. Look how good my gun is. <laughs> <laughs> that person is 10 years old and wrangling with the controls. <laughs> oh my god uh, I d- no I do remember that That's that lives in my head in the same area as I can't remember who it was but someone also had a patent I think it was Sony for ads in games and media where you had the camera and like an advert came on and it wouldn't progress unless you stood up and said like McDonald's out loud and, <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then sat back down let me find it hang on I don't remember that one holy shit uh, how would I even find this? Shouting McDonald's patent. God, this is. Is this this is uh, the one? You, I th- is that a, is that a a true story or is that just an SNL skit that you've sort of? I don't you know, know in your head. It's it, become real. It lives in my head like rent free. <laughs> this well, this that's is the funny. that's the that's the image anyway from the patent. <laughs> the McDonald's. <laughs> oh, can I get that on a T-shirt? That's amazing. <laughs> I love it. Oh, this is the future, by the way. Laugh while you can, because it's not getting any better. Oh, what have you played this week, Will? Um, oh, I'm glad you asked. Uh, I've sort of dabbled in a whole bunch of stuff this week. Um, one thing I really wanted to check out was uh V Rising's content update finally, because I feel like yeah, poor V Rising, right? Indie darling of last year. Everybody, we all loved it. Um, and they've put out their first big content update, but it's like. Who, uh, who's got time to go back to V <laughs> yeah. Rising in this year of ridiculous game releases? Um, so, but I actually never got to the new stuff. It's kind of they've done this thing where they've like um, added a couple of new areas uh, to the game, yeah, and but also sort of revamped uh, all the process to getting to that part. So this, you remember, if you remember, the whole V Rising game is like gear score almost, and you. Yeah, I remember. Beat that, bosses, yeah. unlock technology, use that technology to beat harder bosses, and you just slowly progress um, up a sort of like boss track almost uh, to get more stuff. Um, and it's cool and it's really fun. Uh, the problem is all the f- new fun stuff they've added is very late game. And as part of this big content update, they've wiped all progress. Not, I wasn't going to go back and you know, dredge up my old character from last year or whatever, but our old dedicated server that we had. But it was still like, you start this game up and you start 
back in this like graveyard and you're level one and you're naked and it's like make a bone sword and i'm like when do i get to the cool <laughs> yeah. steampunk van helsing stuff and it's like oh that's like 50 hours in you got a lot of trees to chop to get to that point and i'm oh, like it's, it's the bane of every single early access yeah, game like, so I, I, I i have started satisfactory from yeah. scratch about four or five times yeah yeah and, and it's i don't know how you I, I don't know i don't know how you do it otherwise like it makes sense but um there should be there should be I, like a button or a menu option that says here is a character geared and ready for the new content yeah well That's someone said you can be. mess with server settings and just say hey i want like tier eight unlocked just just stick me right to that that was that I, was me i'm pretty i'm pretty sure you can do that you said, you said that to me did you okay that makes sense um I, yeah I, we yeah, can do that i think you can like because there's there's tiers right of like First you get copper, then you get iron. Yeah. Then you... I think there's like a drop-down box. It's really minor. You could completely miss it. It's when you create because you when you start a new game, you create a server. If I'm not mistaken, yeah. it's really it's a bit odd for a game you play on your own. It's like make a server, but you can modify that server, and that's one of the options. It's like start at copper or start at iron or whatever. Oh, okay, I'm I might. I might. Yeah, yeah. I, but then it, you run into the problem like like we were saying earlier. It's like jumping into the middle of an RPG. You know. What yeah. I mean? Yeah. And we're still we don't remember half the mechanics from the first time around. So. <laughs> or it's also like even if you jump in, say towards the end or halfway through, you still got to build the castle again. You still got yeah, to kill the bosses build again. The castle. So we'll go farm the resources. Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So I, again, another family meeting with Aaron, and we were and we were like, "All right, are we going to commit to this? Because I would like this, all the stuff they've added does look super cool. Uh, I would love to see it." And yep. I was like, "Yeah, well, yeah." Well, so we're now every evening now we get in we build a bit of castle and farm a bit of resources yeah. <laughs> we'll get there in the end <laughs> laura and i co-opted this i think i spoke about it on the podcast i said like oddly enough we got into this about three weeks before this update dropped yeah and we played i think we basically we basically finished everything in the original release yeah. and i think now this is a game that i just we just wait until it's out now yeah yeah I don't know. I'd, yeah. I'd like to see how substantial the stuff. They're pretty, it's pretty if, big, from what I hear. It's, it's a pretty big. big update. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm down. I'm absolutely down to commit. But I will find out in like four weeks' time when I've built my castle and mined enough copper. Um, I guess the game I've played the most of this week is a little indie game that's kind of exploding right now. Um, it's called Battle Bit. Oh, this game, man. <laughs> this game um, and i think it, it, it's like captured the internet for a couple reasons but let's be honest the biggest one is like it's been fun to dunk on dice and battlefield for a while and <laughs> it's, now, a, it's an easy win isn't this it? is <laughs> it's such an easy this is like the final nail in the coffin of battlefield 2140 or 2042 whichever the last 2042 it's, it's, um, it's embarrassing it's actually it embarrassing. is embarrassing so if you haven't if you've been living under a rock if you've spent any time on the internet there's no way you haven't seen gifts yeah. of this at least it's basically uh battlefield through the lens of a roblox character <laughs> um <laughs> yeah and it, it on the face of it because i've had this as well i was like this looks like a meme i don't care um this is the the, the newest internet fad you know um like yeah whatever um but it's actually so insanely competent. <laughs> it's impressive. And it's made by three people. It's a 254-player multiplayer shooter with uh, like vehicles with uh, all 
realistic weapons, uh, like loads of weapons to unlock. Uh, building destruction. Yeah, like uh, full leveling system, similar to Battlefield, right? Like ranking. Full, and- yeah. Ranking, you level up. There's there's commanders, there's squads. Um, and it basically just does everything we've been begging DICE to do with Battlefield <laughs> for like, I don't know, what feels like 20 years at this point. You know, it's just like, just make a bad company again. Make Battlefield 2 again. It's got to um, be from like since Battlefield 4. Four, right? I feel like Battlefield Four. Battlefield Four is the last one I think of when people think really fondly. Yeah, yeah. which is really odd because Battlefield Four also sucked on launch. It was also broken. I remember vividly that game just didn't. They all uh, since they all have three was as well. Yeah, one or V, whichever one. Yeah. Um, Oh yeah, Battlefield Five. Yeah, Battlefield V. Um, I don't really know what I can say about it. It's it's like. If you've played a battlefield, you know the, the you know the score. It's all it's squad based. Um, you can spawn at any point on your squad members. So there's this like really nice. It, it, I think a lot of people are going to be playing like the big mode, which is kind of if you're on your own, is kind of a mess. Um, it, yeah. it feels kind of mindless where you're just running vaguely to where the front line is, and then you'll like kill a guy maybe, and then die yeah. to the hundreds of other people who like are actual at you. war, <laughs> like basically, yeah. yeah. Um, but what we've been having fun is if you can get a squad together and it's up to eight people, it becomes this really fun game of like, um, you, cause you know, one person on their own facing 127 people, there's only so much impact you can have on a yeah. game, but like a squad of eight people doing well can really like, you can properly turn the tides in some instances. We we've had moments where it's like us eight and we've just been like, Oh, we're completely surrounded. We're going to hold on to this one little apartment block for as long as possible while, you know, our squads are elsewhere capping points and things. And all these people are coming and trying to shift us from this building. And it's like, as long as we can keep one person alive and safe, we can keep respawning and being annoying. And it's, it's been so much fun. Well, that's where Battlefield has always shone, I feel. Yeah. Like these little yeah. moment to moment parts where. Like you say, you get almost like micro stories that come out yeah, from doing cool yeah. things. And graphics aside, I mean, this game is just basically Battlefield, right? It's, it seems to have all the Pretty, bells and yeah. whistles. You know, it hasn't got big tornadoes or rockets or whatever that, you know, these Battlefield games there's, keep there's no like onto. There's, no, there's gimmick. no like gimmick for this one. There's no Levolution or, yeah, like extreme weather or whatever. It's like uh, you spawn, there are cap- capture points. The, usually you're fighting over some kind of big structure and that's that's basically it you just you just go <laughs> it's, it's, it's great <laughs> and i'll say like um the roblox aesthetic is if you're looking at like screenshots um it definitely is kind of I don't, it's not off-putting but it's like it's a it's a vibe right and you can be with it or not yeah um but when you're in game and it's like people you know you're you're with like 40 guys and you're all crouched behind this like low wall and nobody knows where to go and there's bullets <laughs> flying everywhere it's like you don't really you don't see roblox guys anymore you're just like oh please don't throw a grenade over here <laughs> but yeah the, the whole graphics part itself almost evaporates and just makes way for the actual experience that you're having yeah in, in yeah that, in that moment it's but, it's incredible how quickly it melts away and you're just like yes, in battlefield yeah. again yeah yeah so my question to you is you are EA, right? You are Dice. Mm-hmm. Does this change anything you think for Battlefield going forward? Do you think they look at this and actually go like, okay, let let's make some changes, or do you think they just <laughs> ignore this and carry on with what they're doing? Um, 
I, d- I think I, I'd like to think your EA, your dice or whatever, you look at this and it's like, oh, people don't care how pretty our game looks. Because I feel like at some point they stopped caring about how the game played and they were like, look how, look, we made a tornado. Doesn't it look great? And it's like, well, yeah, but I don't really care. I just want to shoot 254 guys or whatever, you know? Yeah. Um, so I really hope Dice and EA, whoever's looking at these videos and they're like man people really don't care what our game looks like as long as it plays really well and maybe that will translate into um you know just just a a solid game instead of uh pushing new tech or pushing ways to sell cool microtransactions and stuff because that's another thing is there's nothing in this it's all you just pay 12 quid everything is there there's like a cosmetic pack you can buy if you want but everything's unlockable um it's just pure it's it's just yeah. so pure. We say everyone I've talked to is like, just reminds me of old internet. It's it's so it's so yeah. cool. Old multiplayer games where it was just you just join with your friends and just have a laugh. Oh yeah, when I think back to ye old days of FPS, a lot of people yeah. think of like uh, Counter Strike Source or Call of Duty yeah. Modern Warfare. Cod Call of Duty 4. Four, COD Four Modern Warfare. COD Four, yeah, um, yeah. My one was Team Fortress Two. Yeah. Um, but like you say, like a lot of those that they all share in common from that time period was, yeah, you're not. Like even if COD Four did have map packs and stuff, you didn't boot into a menu that instantly tried to take you to a shop or blasted you with. Yeah, yeah. You know, consider buying this or consider buying that. It's just like you you turned it on, you played the game for a bit, and you turned it off, and then yeah, that, that was it. And I think yeah. Part of me misses that as well. <laughs> well, here it's back. Here it is. Yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah I, I don't I, really, I don't really know what else to say. It's just really fucking good. It's, it's, it's chaotic in all the best ways. Um, I well, guess it, if you don't like Battlefield and you're a you're a single player, multiplayer kind of person, um, I you might not get as much out of this. Uh, but if you have a group, you, yeah, you'll love this game. At the same time, if you do have a little squad that you could get to play this game, it's what, like twelve pounds? It's twelve quid. It's so cheap. Yeah, twelve eighty. Like Yeah. That's what, like one meal deal now in the One UK. meal deal. <laughs> <laughs> Good meal deal though for twelve quid. <laughs> but yeah, I love how I love how this is taking off. Yeah, just... it's such an underdog story. Yeah. It's so cool. Uh is there anything else you've played this week? Um no, that's that's basically it. That's that's everything. Uh, it's been I've been a busy boy this week. I haven't really had a chance to play anything other than a couple of multiplayer shooters. Yeah, that's fine. We can get onto some new stuff then. Um, mm. The first one that I was going to bring up this week wasn't a massive one, but I feel like it was something that we all played, and we could definitely like talk about a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. This was literally this morning. Um, this is about the Cycle Frontier, which... Oh, you, yeah. Yeah, this was the uh, kind of sci-fi-based extraction shooter that mm-hmm. launched, I think it was almost a year to this day. It was early June it launched. Um, it's being sunset already because it's just straight up not financially viable. Yeah. Um, this is in a world where you know Tarkov is still somehow massively popular despite having all the like <laughs> hacker uh discourse around it yeah um yeah i just thought this was 
not sad, but kind of interesting how there's not much competition, I feel, in this genre, yet it still can't survive. I don't know. What do you think of it? Um, I mean, I think me and Sam and Steve... Well, we, no, we all played this. I remember you playing this. I think every, everyone played it, yeah. We all jumped on it. Um, and I, It's like... We've talked about this a while back, but it's like where live service games are at. It used to be you'd play a multiplayer game for a bit, you'd get bored of it and then drop it, right? And then that was fine because there was always new games coming out and people were making sequels to the games and stuff like that. But it's like... Now we're in a world where people are still playing Rainbow Six. You know, that's still <laughs> yeah. people's play game of choice. And it's like, now you're not competing with like, you're not only competing with games that are coming out now, you also have to beat all the games that people are already entrenched with, like monetarily or yes. socially or whatever it is. They're already hard locked into those ecosystems and you have to try and overcome that. And it's like, and you have to come out so strong to even have a chance of uh, of surviving, and I feel like the cycle just it just kind of didn't. It, it it had some neat ideas, but it was always sort of stumbling its way through. Well, my my kind of Maybe. like to to you know to sort of agree with that and carry on that. My mind has been thinking for a while now: is are we slowly reaching a point where the games as a service, just as a sort of you know. Um, as a plan, as a development plan, is it becoming mm-hmm. impenetrable unless you literally have tens of millions to like, throw behind a project? Money to support it. Um, it's like, say, so say for the cycle, and Tarkov has such a massive fan base behind it, right? Or such a big player base. Yeah. And in a genre where there's basically no competition for Tarkov because no one's made many of these games. Yeah. A, a new contender that looks and pretty decent and should be decent still cannot stay alive. Yeah. Un- unless, um, like, like I say, unless your idea is so unique or has so much money thrown behind it or so much talent, is it? It's not even worth trying. Anyway. I f- I feel like there are still success stories though. We saw with um before it got <laughs> legaled out of existence. <laughs> uh, da- Oh, Darkest Dark and Darker. Dungeon? Dark and Darker. That's um, quickly how, you, how quickly you lose the brain God, space yeah. for it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> but I, we still see like good success stories coming out and uh, be, you know, being live service games. But um, I do feel like we'll start to see more games come out where they'll just be like, we're going to come out, we will have, it will be a multiplayer game and we will be your flavor of the month and we're not going to support it. We're just going to put our game out, you'll play it for a bit, and then you'll move on to the next big thing, you know? Yeah. Almost, like, almost like a battle bit. Like, it, you know, battle bit comes out, it's captured the internet's uh, attention, and then if they wanted to, I think they probably will support this, because, you know, why would you not? They, they've, they've, like, crossed the threshold almost, where it's they're, they're popular enough they can do it. But, you know, we'll see stuff like that, where it's... Um, play our game for a month you've all put your money in and then we'll just go and make something else and you can go and play something else you can go back to siege or you can go back to tarkov whatever you want yeah Um, i see so you're saying like say like a a future or even like now where it's like say a story like this where the headline is instead something like the cycle frontier is shutting down after a year 
Um, but that's fine because this is exactly yeah. what we intended. We knew because yeah, we all knew this. We you know that we've planned for both becoming astronomically successful, but also we realize that like probably odds aren't good, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I do. Maybe. That's what I'm hoping anyway. <laughs> there is there is a sad part of it I feel as well where these games are just. It's not like another game that you play for a bit and then it gets shelved, right? The cycle frontier will be gone. Yeah. Regardless of what you think of it, whether it's good, whether it's bad, it is gone. You cannot play it yeah. anymore. You cannot emulate it. You cannot emulate servers or anything like that. It's all done, you know, development side. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think there's something sad about that. I don't know. It's just these, all these new um, games that are being made right now that will come out, be played for a bit, and then just not even Graveyard, just just incinerated. There was, there was yeah. nothing left of them apart from some YouTube videos of when people could yeah. play it. Yeah, I. But I, I, I feel like we're going through this now with this, where we were with MMOs back when WoW was like top dog. You know what I mean? Where there's so many MMOs that came out yeah. that just couldn't. Oh God! They, yeah, there was, they just they couldn't shift it. Yeah, there was so many, and they're and wow, like you said, they're, they're, those are all gone now, and it, that is it is sad. It is sad because there's like so much work goes into these games. I can't imagine working on this, yeah. and then finally maybe getting the bump of launching your live service game, seeing a bunch of people in, and then it's like watching your player base dwindle as they all go back to league. Or... I bet. I bet it's really harsh, heartbreaking. Well. I, I yeah. bet like. With the Cycle Frontier or other games like this, it's not watching your player base dwindle. I bet there's a serious drop off after like two, three weeks where you have to. Yeah. You're the you're the stat you're the producer for the Cycle Frontier or X Y Z game, and you're looking at the stats, and you just see so many people leave so yeah. quickly. Um. Oh yeah, there's there's no way to stop this. This is just you know it's just competition in entertainment spaces. Yeah. It? I mean it's yeah. It is sad, but I guess it's not really good or bad. It just, it is what it is, right? Mm. I just thought it was, I just thought it was, it was interesting. Um, I liked the cycle. I didn't play it a bunch, but I thought it was okay when I did. No, play it. I, well, I think that's, I think that's the problem. <laughs> is, we, yeah. Everyone I talked to was like, yeah, I kind of like that game, but like, just didn't have any sticking power. Yeah, this game's really fun. This, this game's good. Do you want to play it again? Not, nah, not right now. <laughs> <laughs> maybe tomorrow yeah. as i'm right clicking uninstall <laughs> yeah. but yeah uh, that, that's that one we've got the the next one here this was about the elder scrolls this is obviously with the we're on the eve of starfield coming out yeah um people are still asking about elder scrolls 6 apparently it's a lot further away than a lot of people anticipated um it's five plus years away which in my head, feels like a really long time, but the rate that Bethesda released games anyway. Yeah. I think yeah. that sounds about right. There's We've not... got to port Starfield to mobile first, right? <laughs> yeah, then got, we'll start on, talking about Put it on the end gauge, and then we'll talk <laughs> about how to scroll things. There's not much more to this story, really. I just thought that was just a, a little update. Um, I feel like whenever you, whenever you watch um, you know, Summer Game Fest or Microsoft show or whatever, um, Starfield isn't even out. The people will be in chat like, "Oh my god, show us the Elder Scrolls, Elder Scrolls X." X. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. My guy, it is well, so I, far away. Okay, but part of the blame there is on Bethesda for showing a teaser for Elder Scrolls Six. Yes, like what, like three E3s ago or something, Ridic- right? Why? 
Why? <laughs> because is that a, bu- a bump to like stock they need right before the end of a year or something? When did that? When did they show Fallout? That? They were still trying to escape Fallout seventy six. Oh my god, you're so right. That was, is, that's actually it. Yeah, they were like hit the emergency Elder Scrolls six button, put a teaser out, anything. But yeah, <laughs> I, I, so silly. I, it's like we're working on Elder Scrolls six. It's like well, duh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you're not gonna make another Skyrim. Come on, I, guys. I think that the fact that it was a trailer is because they could have just been like, yeah. Elder Scrolls Six is obviously happening. Obviously, yeah, yeah. But they're yeah. like, no, Rele- release the trailer. <laughs> and it's, so dumb. This this went into another update for another game, which is apparently further away than I thought. Um, this is. Do you remember the Perfect Dark reboot that they yeah, did? Yeah. Um, this was I think it was like one or two years ago. Um, they showed a CG trailer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember this. And I, like you know, unironically watching a lot of the stuff this year for Microsoft and Summer Games Fest. In the back of my head, I feel like I'm within a handful of people that still remember this is confirmed. <laughs> and I'm like, is this? Is this Perfect Dark? Is this finally Perfect Dark? Apparently, it's way further away um, than anyone thought. It's gone through a lot of development issues. There's a really long article here. Um, from IGN, it's way longer than I thought it would be, but it talks about how there's a lot of problems going on with this game right now, um, yeah. which is sad because Perfect Dark for me is is really nostalgic. I have a lot of love mm. for the original Perfect Dark. Um, I used to play it all the time on N64, so I'm really excited to see what they do with this. But apparently, yeah, it's just it's so far away. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, game dev's hard. I can't, and especially game dev working on a reboot of a really, really beloved franchise yes, yeah. that hasn't been around for. <laughs> it's like, what does what does that even look? Like? What do you what do you write? Perfect dark, and then you just write FPS question mark <laughs> yeah. on the whiteboard. Stealth game <laughs> question mark. Do we bring back Elvis, the little alien? Like... Do we get the alien back? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't play yeah. um, the one on Xbox 360. Did you play that? I did. There's a launch title. I played that. Yeah, yeah. She have, one of the only 360 games that came out. Did she have red hair? Or am I misremembering she did. that? Yeah. yeah, she did. I remember that was... Uh, for, some, for whatever reason, I remember people getting really crazy for the tech that you could shoot out lights in that game. That's the, I, never, <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> that's all I remember. It, it might not have even been the tech. It might have just been like my cousin playing it or something and being like, oh my god, what? You could shoot out a light? Xbox 360 is crazy, man. Look at this, look at this tech. <laughs> Graphics will never get better. Literally, will never get better as we're playing Battle Battle Bit in 2023. Bit. <laughs> uh, so yeah, those were just two, just you know, sort of delays slash updates on older games. Um, mm-hmm. This was this next story is something that happened kind of midweek, I think. Not sure if you heard about this or saw this, but Diablo 4 got hit with a massive DDoS attack. Um, and the game was unplayable for a lot of people for about like twelve to fourteen hours. Oh, really? Yeah, and it it brought back up the really old conversations from Diablo three. Yeah, saying like, why? Why is this not offline? Why, why can't I play yeah. It online? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I th- let me see if I can find the date. But yeah, they were hit by DDoS attempts. This was. Uh, 20, so did, did you get hit by this? We were. We apparently we just missed it. I'm not sure how. Yeah. Um, we went to play, and we saw the news, like literally in the launcher saying how they're being DDoSed. <laughs> it was like a like a cry for help, like please, we're, we're being DDoSed. Just <laughs> send help. Um, 
so we couldn't play but then i think maybe like half an hour later it was up and working but we i think we caught the tail end of it um either that or it was worse for certain people i don't know but um yeah i think this this happens does this not happen a lot to blizzard specifically i feel yeah yeah like, i feel uh, like yeah, they're always definitely read yeah, I've read news <laughs> stories before where they've been DDoSed. I remember them getting DDoSed like while I was trying to play Hearthstone once, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You try to play your card game. It's like, yeah. leave me alone. Just... <laughs> I remember, I think I've heard this, yeah, for like WoW expansion launches and yeah. Overwatch being unplayable because of. De- I don't know. It's just, if, it just feels like it's always Blizzard. Do you think? I always think this is, this is another tinfoil hat theory, but do you think like. It's just Blizzard because they're just making it up. They're just like, oh, someone spilled coffee on the server, and now we're just going to say it's a DDoS attack while we scramble to fix it. Or they're they're in the office on a Friday, and they're like, oh, I cannot be fucked to work today. And they're like, well, what if we were DDoSed? When was the last time we said we got DDoSed? Has it been long enough? Was it like 12 months? We can can say another DDoS. It's like like pulling a sick day. (laughs) A sick day for the entire, what, like 1,500 employee company. <laughs> There's no one in the office um, fixing this DDoS. It's just yeah, everyone's out of office. What do you? Where, how do you feel about um, like Diablo Four always online? What like most games are always online these it's, days? But... Oh, it's it's odd with Diablo Four because the way Laura and I have played this game, it might as well be yeah offline yeah like, or like online to the point where we are connected to each other and that is yeah. it because yeah. I, we see people so little. That it almost shocks me when I see someone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we'll be doing something in the, in the open world or something, and then someone will go by on a horse. I'll be like, "Oh yeah," and that will happen once every like forty minutes or something. Yeah, we had we had kind of the same experience. Every now and then, some guy would like hang out and do an event with us, but that was basically it. And uh... yeah, it's it's weird as well because they have all these cosmetics that they're trying to sell, obviously on the mm-hmm. basis that you can see these cosmetics in the main town i guess yeah um but i just feel like my my brain just filters out other players in this town like i'm aware they're they, there but i'm not they become they become like npcs basically almost. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah which and is how i live my life to be honest <laughs> <laughs> you go up to someone they start talking to you in the street you're like oh my god you're a real person <laughs> But yeah, it's just yeah, it's, I it should be. I don't I don't feel the need for it to be always online. I get it why it's there should be like an option, right? I, yeah. I I could see I can see why they don't cuz it's it's work and they have to make sure people aren't like fucking with their characters and hacking while they're not online. But, but like I yeah, I feel like that should be you should, you should be able to play Diablo offline. Diablo of all games, you should be able to play offline. I uh, yeah, I also feel like you say like people shouldn't be hacking and stuff like that. I get that for, like, PvP or whatever, but... Not hacking specifically, but remember, like, you used to have cheats in games? Because it's, like, it's your game, it's a single-player game. Oh, yeah, game. I guess. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, this guy... Say say Diablo, theoretically, was offline playable, right? Yeah. And you couldn't connect online. Why shouldn't you be able to cheat in your own <laughs> game? This is really, I'm being very careful with this because I don't obviously condone cheating or anything, but like, again, it's like, say, old GTA games where you, you want, you know, you wanted all weapons, 
you'll yeah. ruin the game for yourself. But like, if that's if that's what that's you want, what you want to do, yeah, it's your um, game. You've paid sixty quid for it. I guess I could see the argument where it's like they make a very curated experience however they want it, and then yeah. people are going to like fuck it up with hacking or cheating or whatever, and then complain and be like remember diablo yeah it was kind of shit got everything i wanted in an hour then yeah. just quit the game you know what i mean and like i get what you mean yeah yeah i yeah i don't know it's I, cause, it, yeah because also it's like i bought it why what does it matter if i ruin the experience for myself yeah, it's my game like... it's my game yeah <laughs> yeah used to have um you know like game shark and things like that for old cartridge games where you put that in the console first then you put the cartridge in it yeah and it would just break the game. It's like, you want unlimited this, that, or the other? Yeah. A buddy of mine was showing me Final Fantasy IX, and he <laughs> booted up the menu, and he had 9999999999 gold. And I was like, damn, dude, you got so much money. And he was like, oh, yeah, I, I just, uh, it's not difficult to make money in this game. And I just believed him. And then, like, I, I, randomly that popped into my head about 20 years later. And I was like, the fuck was cheating? Wasn't he? Of course he was cheating. You ring him up immediately. <laughs> you yeah, son of a I'm bitch. Gonna, I'm going to track him down one day. Say, no way you had that much money before the first boss in Final Fantasy IX, you fucking hack. <laughs> He's like, oh, you got me. <laughs> like, like Walter White. Like, oh. <laughs> my, I remember one of my first experiences with Resident Evil 2 was around my cousin's house because I had all the Nintendo stuff and mm. he had all the PlayStation stuff. He had Resident Evil yeah, 2, yeah. and he had some form of Game Shark where you put that in first, took the disc out, put a disc in. And we played. My first experience of Resident Evil 2 was just go to the cheat menu on Game Shark for it, and we just turned everything on. Just everything <laughs> everything is on. So the game just like started, and he was like running around the police station with an infinite rocket launcher playing as the tofu character like a big white block with a hat on and i was like this game is this the game and like for ages like as a kid i was like you know that was just how that game was didn't know how to like it wasn't evil yeah. Bit weird yeah yeah i don't know if it's like survival horror or anything that survival horror was it was just like that was just they, the game but there you go that guy ruined resident evil for you you're for right years. i take it all back actually yeah <laughs> get rid of game shock it ruins the initial experience <laughs> I used to love all that stuff though, as a kid. Yeah. Cause it's just like oh, something. There was something so analog about slamming a Nintendo cartridge into another Nintendo cartridge and then putting that cartridge in your Nintendo <laughs> yeah. and then booting up this janky like DOS <laughs> menu where you could turn on like all, all like wall hacks or whatever. Yeah. Oh, I used to have. Um, my nan had the original Nintendo, like the very first NES, mm-hmm. and that had like when you put the cartridge in and pushed it down, it had a literal lid. That closed mm-hmm. the cartridge sort of compartment, <laughs> and then whenever you used like a Game Shark or something with it, the lid would have to stay open because the cartridge is like it's so long it and fit. Thin, no, it, yeah. it doesn't fit. And there was always something that looked just so barbaric about <laughs> like this open Nintendo as it's trying to run like a a busted ass game <laughs> that's like falling apart because I've got infinite lives and all this other shit. It's just it's, yeah, it's just like, really barbaric about it. Oh, I could, yeah, I could talk about these sorts of things for hours. I used to play tons of these things. They used to mm-hmm. like do cheats and stuff in, um, you know, like the old Pokemon games where you would mm-hmm. surf up and down the side of the island to get 90, oh, yeah. 99 of whatever was in your sixth slot. Yeah. Which is yeah, crazy. I remember that one. Because I think it's 
it wasn't a cheat. It was just some weird glitch that would <laughs> do weird shit to whatever was in item six due to like bites running over and it's like, oh, it's weird. Oh, uh, what else have we got for stories? Um, there was this one was kind of interesting. Um, CD Projekt executive suggests that the Cyberpunk 2077 launch was not actually that bad, and it just became a story of everyone was hating on it because that was the cool thing to do. No. Yeah, people... I mean he's right, but he's <laughs> both on, right. He's both bad. he's both right and wrong. <laughs> Yeah, I feel. Yeah. <laughs> are you kidding, man? We all saw the videos. Yeah, you got the um. What's the guy's name? Kroby Cat. Kroby Cat. Yeah. Where he's just got like the forty-minute video compiled of launch day cyberpunk issues. Yeah. 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 Because <laughs> I don't think he's entirely wrong. I do think people that hadn't even like heard of games or whatever were like, "Oh, fuck cyberpunk! This game's awful." But it it was really bad. Like it yeah. was so bad. Um, I just remember, all, yeah, like all the videos of people t posing or cars just randomly exploding and this, that, and the other. Yeah, I always remember the the videos of the cops where you get a wanted level and then you spin three sixty, and <laughs> in the time it takes you to turn around, cops have spawned directly behind yes. you because there's like no logic to them appearing in the world. They just appear near you. There was the there was the yeah. um, there was the ones as well of like going from a zoomed out perspective. So you're like standing on a building looking down at the pavement. Mm-hmm. You would watch pedestrians walk the end of the road 180, walk back down the road 180, and then just loop <laughs> up and down this one <laughs> this one pavement. And there'd be like a hundred of them all doing the same thing. Hey man, that's cyberpunk for you. <laughs> yeah. That's what that's what life's like in 2077. <laughs> what the fucked up future we're gonna Dude, be living I in. I do that. I do that now. <laughs> Did I forget my keys? Did I leave the oven on? Christ, go back. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, I think he's right. It's cool to dunk on. I think some things get unfairly. But there has to be something there. It, like, yeah, it's not based on... People pure... aren't dunking on it for yeah. no reason. They're dunking on it because your game was goofy as fuck. So Yeah, you, you are right. I think yeah. uh, it feels like there's this, and there's a, there's a couple of other um, like interviews with CD projects recently. Um, <laughs> in in this lead up to their big expansion um yeah they're doing like the apology tour they're, they're clearly very concerned about like yeah. because because why should you pre-order anything CD oh yeah projects yeah. as far as we are right now they've got like the biggest uphill battle to climb i yeah. think you know without being rude to anyone if you pre-order the cyberpunk expansion you are insane <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's no two ways about it. You are a fool. Because I <laughs> pre-order this expansion. Yeah, because either the game comes out this this new big chunk expansion, it comes out, you don't pre-order, but it's good, so yeah. you buy it and you play it, and it's good. Or you pre-order it, and it comes out, and it turns out to be not very good. It's like, fuck, they got you again. Of course, like, why would you pre-order? Yeah. yeah. It's like George Bush said, man, you, you can't get fooled again. <laughs> you fool me, yeah, was it, you, you fool me once, shame on, shame on you. You fool me, but you can't get fooled again. <laughs> fool me, you can't get fooled again. And then he got a shoe thrown at him, I think. A timeline's I hit, a bit did confused. that all happen in one? <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah, so they're all doing the apology tour for Cyberpunk right now. So we'll see how that goes. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, I believe it when I see it. 
I reckon the expansion will be pretty good, but I don't believe that, I... that the staff are being treated any better than they were at the end of the oh, last Oh, God, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember all, yeah. the, all the crunch stories on Cyberpunk? Yeah. And it's still they were, was they were out doing they were out doing tours, weren't they? Saying like, "Yeah, we don't believe in studio crunch." And meanwhile, they've got like artists chained to desks. Just <laughs> I think it became a case of they say yeah. they were saying stuff like, "We don't believe in crunch, and we don't do crunch." But like, you know, towards the end of a game, naturally, everyone comes together to crunch and push out the best yeah, thing. Yeah, and the issue yeah. that these games keep having is they get close to their release where everyone's crunching, and then they get delayed for three months, and then they get delayed yeah. again for three months, and they get delayed, and it's just. Before you know it, you've crunched for like a year or something crazy. Mm. So, yeah, uh, that was that one. Um, last little one here. This was quite funny. Um, a Splatoon 3 player took over a Nintendo shareholder meeting over male customization options. So, <laughs> one, dude, um, <laughs> one dude bought some shares in Nintendo to weasel his way into a shareholder meeting <laughs> to then right. talk about Splatoon 3 <laughs> customization options okay. in, in this shareholder meeting. <laughs> okay, I guess the next big question is how much did it cost him and how, how could we fund this to get on the board of Splatoon? <laughs> right, so he was unhappy about the customization options and bought over $3,000 in shares to attain a shareholder meeting to complain. <laughs> That's not that's not as much as I thought, actually. That's kind of a cheap buy-in. Yeah, if, I would have put that higher. You would yeah. if you record it and make some over-edited YouTube video, you would make more than that back by going viral about I got into a that's, Nintendo meeting I, to complain. I, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. hundred percent. Like no, like unironically, I would watch the shit out of a YouTube video about some dude's journey into buying Nintendo stocks and then getting into a meeting. <laughs> there's there's something here. We could do yeah. uh, one of these podcast episodes live in the middle of their show. Nintendo headquarters. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he'll never what a get... What weird segment yeah. that would be. That would be great. His story is it's so unique. It's so funny. But just, just the headline yeah. alone, it's just really funny. Um, so what? So what? What did he complain about? Sorry, uh, male customization options in Splatoon Three. I'm going to assume that there's not a lot for them. Um, not enough of it compared to female inkling. I will say when I played Splatoon Three, there was a disproportionate amount of female inkling compared to male inkling. Interesting. Okay, yeah, it probably says a lot about the player base. Yeah, but we have not yeah. got enough time to do that now because i'll probably talk <laughs> that's that's a deep psychological analysis that will take probably about at least 40 minutes i don't know <laughs> if anyone wants the answer to that no either. you're, you're no, not that's, wrong yeah yeah we will find nothing good there yeah 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 what was the answer what was the answer to the uh problem in the end you already knew it all along <laughs> to no one's surprise everyone that played that game just wanted to be little girls yep uh that's all the news for the week um there are a few decent games coming out this week, actually. We can go into those quickly, see what's coming out. Um, this one is the one I know the least about. This is Front Mission, the first remake. So this has been getting... I think it used to get a lot of coverage on Nintendo Directs. But it's a... Oh. God, I think it was PS1. It's a PS1, like, mech RPG. Um, yeah. 
you can see from some of these like screenshots and footage, it's uh, is Fire Emblem. Kind of, yeah, like Fire Emblem slash Final Fantasy Tactics kind of thing. Okay. It looks the the way they're moving and the way they're fighting here. Say like this screenshot here. This looks more like Fire Emblem to me than something like uh, Tactics. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but this is a remake of the first one, and I'm pretty sure the second one has been confirmed for a remake as well. Um, but these are very beloved, pretty sure. I'm down for a good mech XCOM. Yeah, Mexcom. Got... Mexcom. Wait, I've made that joke before. <laughs> oh no, it's what, a game, what game was that about? <laughs> uh, Mexcom. That would be. I don't know. BattleTech. Maybe. Maybe. What? Sorry. BattleTech. BattleTech. Oh, I bet it was BattleTech. Yeah, Mexcom. Yeah, yeah. It's just called Battle yeah. BattleTech on Sam, Sam said it's Fire Emblem, and all I could think was like, "Can I make the mechs fuck?" <laughs> you absolutely can. <laughs> oh, <my. laughs> they're, des- they're designed for that way. That's how they're designed. <laughs> okay, you've got you've got me onto BattleTech now. Okay, the, the other uh, there's two more games that are coming out that are worth looking at. If you like kind of visual novel puzzle adventure games you're eating really well this week um the first one of two that you've got is ghost trick phantom detective this is a port slash kind of remaster of Mm -hmm. a game that came out on nintendo ds a long long time ago (laughs) um if you like kind of phoenix Wright stuff again this is more targeted for sam i think but um yeah, if you like your visual novels, if you like puzzle stuff, if you like Phoenix Wright kind of games, this game is amazing. This mm. is it's a detect- it's a detective game about you play as a guy that is dead. You are a phantom, and from what I remember, you can go four minutes back in time before someone else dies, and you have to prevent their death. Yeah. So, so everything yeah. everything kind of plays out, but the idea is you can see from the video here. You can jump between items and manipulate items in the environment. So you like see in the video, you can move stuff to affect other stuff, or say like you control a fridge, something falls out of it and rolls down, you can then jump to the new thing that's been released. And it's all about like this puzzle of jumping around this map yeah. to ultimately yeah. prevent the person from dying. Uh, it's really good. The story is amazing and the game the gameplay and puzzles are really good. I played this Okay, I'm gonna look it up. When did this game come out? Uh, I played it on launch <laughs> on Nintendo DS, uh, twenty ten <laughs> or twenty eleven. Sorry for for us. Yeah, like twelve years ago. That's yeah. crazy. Of all the things to just randomly bring back, I know, right? It's been it's been locked as well um, to a few other platforms for a really long time. Yeah, uh, which is really yeah. good. It's been. It's been locked to Nintendo DS and iOS store since 2012. That was the only way to play them. And I think that, it even got removed from iOS at I some think point so, too. Yeah, I'm there was a, there was uh, a, there was a whole bunch of weird stuff at some point with um, Phoenix Wright games on iOS yeah. as well. You used to be able to get them separate, but then they had weird issues and they wouldn't boot. I think for years because they just didn't update yeah. them. And now you can play. It's weird. Yeah, there was a, there's a really weird point with Capcom. And iOS games, where they were just releasing really shit <laughs> iOS games and then just leaving them. They would they would like they would put them on and it would be either it's free 
or it can't, and we won't support it, and it will probably won't run, or it's fifty pounds for, <laughs> yeah. for a really old Capcom game that nobody is going to buy. Yeah, at one point I think it was like, do you want to play this bastardized, terrible version of Phoenix Wright One on iOS for twenty five quid? Like, yeah. absolutely not. <laughs> Get out. Um, so yeah, in terms of these games, I said people are eating well. The second one is uh, Master Detective Raincoat. So this is the uh, new game by the Danganronpa people. Okay. Yeah, so if you like Danganronpa, I'm a big fan of Danganronpa. I really like those games. Is this the one we saw trailers for a while back and Sam was like, Persona! <laughs> <laughs> Sam says that to every game. Um, that, I mean, well, it says a blue butterfly. Yeah. I think it's Persona. <laughs> there was a game that also looked similar to this um, at one of the press conferences, it had yes, a really, it, it had a weird name. It was like something police. Um, oh, I might be. I think I'm thinking of that. It was like police squad or something. I, I, yeah, I, I, got, I, I got the name really wrong. I can't remember what it was, but um, that's not this one. This one is. It's right, not okay. Danganronpa, but a lot of trailers and gameplay. It, it looks a lot like Danganronpa. So right, right, um, right, right, right. Again, this is for like a certain type of person. Like you kind of know. I think if you're gonna like and play this game or not already yeah Um, but i I have faith that this game will be good if you like these sorts of games i think decker police was the other one that was it decap olis i remember now (laughs) i remember yeah Yeah. okay no cap no cap decap olis oh i mean yeah i remember this now it's all coming back to me now this was the other one that looked kind of level five i'm looking forward to that Level five being the Nino Kuni people, and, uh, and lots of other stuff, but that's what I think of them. I think. Yeah, Nino Kuni, Professor Layton. Oh, Layton, that's the other big one. Uh, f- famously for me is Dark Cloud and Dark Chronicle. Mm. That was their first game, Dark Cloud. Uh, wow. I think it was December fourteenth, the year two thousand. They also did Dragon Quest Eight, which is my first Dragon Quest game. Distant year of 2000. Yeah, Decca Police is their new one, along with some other stuff. But yeah, okay. that's not out. Huh? Yeah. That's not coming out. Oh, yeah, because they're bringing back Leighton as well, aren't they? I forgot about that. Good old Leighton. Good old Leighton. I'm glad he's back. But yeah, so you got Ghost Trick and Rain Code if you're into your kind of puzzle, like high production value as far as those games go. Puzzle visual novels. Yeah. Um, and then that other mech RPG, if that's kind of like what you're into. Um, but yeah, that's everything that's coming out. And those are all the news stories for the week. It's kind of a light news story week, to be honest. Not sure how you like you both thought of it. It's been, I suppose now. Yeah, that, like, I mean, well, it's it's we've all been busy playing the ridiculous amount of games that's come out. So I'm fine with it. Yeah, yeah. I suppose now that you know, like E3 is. I keep saying E3. Now that that kind of series is over. All the shows have been done. It's kind yeah. of like, uh, no one's got anything to really talk about right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Luckily, we yeah. can talk about Final Fantasy 16 for like an hour. So, <laughs> All right, it's getting on, and I'm rambling, and it's really hot. So let's just uh, say goodbye and get out of here. Uh, thank you for listening, everybody. As always, we'll just do our socials, and then we're going to hop out of here. My name is Spotlerworks on everything. Find me if you can. What about you, Will? Um, my name is Olive Meister on, well, I mean, 
My name's Olive Maestro on stuff. You can currently find me on the Meet Your Maker store page <laughs> oh, yeah. if you are looking for more content. Is it up right Wait, now? No, no, mind. No, it's not on right Oh, now. you got I'm me excited. Oh. <laughs> but it will but be. It will be. this video is out. Yeah. 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 Look up um, Meet Your Maker on Steam to find live gameplay from Olive Maestro. You might, I might be live or it might have run out by then. I'm not, I'm not quite 100% on the mechanic. Oh, they don't, they don't loop you forever? They're, they're looping me for like a day and then they said we'll probably bring you back for another day later this week at some point i think they've got a couple of people they're showing off um, any people that go to your stream after visiting steam are gonna be really confused at the fact that you hardly play meet your maker <laughs> <laughs> i got I, I need to jump in the prop the, the uh, fucking crytek announcing the new hunt event the day after meet your maker yeah, releases they- its event is peak Jealous, aren't they? They saw what was happening. They were like, oh, yeah. What they saw how the tide was shifting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They were like, rein those people back in. Yeah, yeah. That was such a weird, that'd be a weird story, wouldn't it? Like, Hunt Showdown, sunsetting due to too much competition from Meet Your Maker. From Meet Your Maker. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, look for that on Steam. See if you can find that. Um, how about you, Sam? I'm Sam. He's still Sam. Mm, find him on Twitter. Tweet at him. It's yeah. funny. <laughs> right, bye, everybody. <laughs> bye, bye. Goodbye, bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>